Hello everyone, this is episode 49 of Pale Blue Geek. Today is March 31st, 2016. I'm Sarah. And I'm Amanda. Neil deGrasse Tyson. What? Last oh, week. I think I saw you post something on Facebook or something. Yes. He was at the Fox, which I had never been to. It is amazing inside. Uh huh. And he was very good, very funny. Basically, it was like a two hour, almost three hour lecture. About what? Science, the future, the past, life, uh, the universe, and everything. Yes, basically. But he also read to us Carl Sagan's Pale, Pale Blue Dot Ooh. speech, and I thought of the podcast. Did he tell you the answer was 42? No. Oh, well. Sometimes Google tells me the answer is 42. <laughs> Why does Google tell you the answer is 42? They have it set up so that when you type the search in, what's the meaning of oh. life, it comes up with 42. It's not what's the meaning of life. It's I what's know. the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything. Yeah, but I can never remember that. Gotta get it right. My 42 sister... is not the meaning of life. Yeah, it is. It's the no. meaning of my life. Well, okay. Whatever. It's not, but whatever. <laughs> exactly. So that was really fun. Fun, fun. Yes. So what about you? I don't know. I've just been doing nothing. Like, not doing nothing, nothing, but I haven't done anything fancy like that. I haven't done any lectures or movies or anything. I, I watched a movie at home called, it's a Japanese movie, mm-hmm. called like Father Like Son. And that was a really good movie. Who's in it? Um... A guy, a Japanese guy. Um, his name is. Hold on, I'm gonna read this because I can't say it without reading it. Masaharu Fukuyama. Who else is in it? Uh, Machiko Ono. Yoko Maki. Very Fura. Fura I don't know something. A bunch of people with Japanese names. Jun Kunimura. Hold on. Because I, I actually think I've heard of it be, because of it, but I thought there was someone else in it. But I think I'm thinking of a different movie. Oh, I know that guy. I don't know any of them. The Masaharu Fukuyama looked... It sounds familiar. He looked familiar. You've seen him in something. I know him. I have seen him in... It's taking forever to load. A TV show called Galileo. Uh huh. Um, it's also called Suspect X, which is based on a book that I read. Um, and he was in. I don't know. He's a good actor. He is. He was in, and I've seen Galileo, Galileo XX, Midsummer's Equation, um, Suspect X. I know I've seen him in something else. I don't remember what. I don't know either. Was it a good movie? It was a very good movie. So it's about this couple and they have a kid. Well, they have the kid is like celebrating his fifth or sixth birthday in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and shortly thereafter, they find out that 
their kids w- was switched with someone else in the hospital when they was born. Like their babies were switched, so they've had the the wrong kid the whole time. Oh my god. Yeah, and then they have to decide whether they are going to switch back or keep the ones that they have. So it says R- R- Ryota Nonomiya is a successful businessman driven by money. When he learns that his biological son was switched with another child after birth, he must make a life-changing decision and choose his true son or the boy he raised as his own. Um, it's a pretty emotional movie. I think that's why I didn't watch it. Oh, you should watch it, though. It's not. That's all right. It's not. No, I've only seen him in the Galileo, and there's like five of those. Okay. I don't know. It's a good movie. You should watch it. Maybe. I watched to drop the conversation to a lower level. <laughs> Nine to five. That's not a lower level. <laughs> Nine to five is an amazing movie. It's one of Actually, my favorite movies of all it time. It is a super great movie. Super great. That's not my phone. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> it's work email. I can't help it. You could mute it. Uh, you're right. I could. Okay. There. It's muted. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. It was really fun and really funny and they won in the end and that yes. was super great. It's such a, it's like, I'm not joking. Like it's one of my favorite movies of all time. I can see why. It's fantastic. It's so good. I love that movie. I mean, it's, it's one of the best movies ever made. I'm going to go that far. I'm not, <laughs> but I will say that I thoroughly enjoyed it and my parents had actually already seen it. We were talking about it Sunday morning because some of my other friends were watching it. And um, my mom was like, well, let's just watch it. And so my dad was like finishing up other stuff. And so my mom and I went and we watched it. And then my dad joined us and it was just great. And then my sister watched it. She was like, that was weird. I'm like, but so awesome. <laughs> it's not even weird. It's just amazing. I really I identify with uh, Jane Fonda's character during the Xerox scene. <laughs> When the copies just keep coming yeah. and coming, and you're just like, send help. But Dolly Parton, I guess I just never thought about how pretty she was when she was younger. Yeah. And, of course, how can you not love... Lily Tomlin. Yes, Lily Tomlin. <laughs> I actually, a couple months ago, we watched All of Me with Steve Oh my Martin. god, that's another really good movie. I love that and movie. Lily Tomlin. Beck and Bowl. Edwina, Beck and Bowl. <laughs> so good. I love it. That is a truly great movie as well. Yes. <laughs> Lily Tomlin is, oh, she's yep. so great. Yep. I mean, Steve Martin is pretty great too. Yep. But... <laughs> she was on The West Wing, I believe. Never watched it, so I don't know. You could look that up if you felt like it, but. I, will. I think she played after, she played President Bartlett's second secretary. I've never seen The West Wing. I love that I show. don't even think I've ever seen one little itty bit of any episode of it. Like, usually there's, like, I'll have caught half an episode or something. It's a really good show. Yeah, I know. I just don't have time to watch every TV show ever made. You know? Let's see. Her full name is Mary Jean. Did Lily you know that Tomlin. she's from Detroit? I did not. She's from Detroit. How cool is that? Pretty cool. Let's see. My sister likes her in Grace and Frankie, which is on Oh, Netflix. that's a good show, too. Yeah, I like that. I haven't watched it. It's a pretty good show. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there only one season? I 
I've only seen one season. I just didn't know. I don't know if the second season is out yet. Okay. I think um, the reason I watched it is um, Ethan Embry is in that, I think. Aw. So, if I remember correctly, that's what pulled me in. Television. Let's see. What are you trying to find out? If she was on the West Wing. Oh. Indeed she was. Hmm. Interesting. She played Deborah um, Fitterer. Martin Sheen is, is in Grace and Frankie. Yes, I know. <laughs> That's weird. She <laughs> is the executive assistant to the president. Okay. But she was... Yes, Ethan Embry plays Coyote Bergstein. What is her name? Bergstein? Anyway. I heard that show is really good, though. It is. You mean Grace and Frankie? Yes. Okay, yes. So is the West Wing. Make sure but... that I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, you you would know about the West Wing, not me. Yes, I watched all of it. She was nominated for Grace and Frankie. An Emmy? Yeah, nominated for an Emmy. You should watch it. Um, Maybe one day. You should do that before next podcast. No, that's not going to happen. I'm going to be out of town eh. and busy next week. Psh, whatever. <laughs> Going to Chicago again. What are you going to Chicago for? K-pop. Oh, again? Yep. You're still into that stuff? Yep. Man. Five years in October. Is that a record for you? No, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, no, definitely not yet. But, and of course, I watched RoboCop. RoboCop. I love that movie, too. Not as much as I love 9 to 5. Or, I... Um, so, all of me, but yeah. I watched both RoboCops. The well, okay, yeah. I'm not talking about the, the new, new one. one. I mean, and the, I actually hmm. liked the new one a little yeah, bit better. The new one's not bad. It's just... the. There's so much more to it. I found it much more interesting, and I cared yeah. much more for Murphy in the new one than the old one. I didn't, but that's a personal thing, I think. And plus, I mean, I've seen RoboCop so many times, like, I grew up with watching it. and It, like, it had a lot of the good things that um, Total Recall had mm-hmm. that made it such The a, original one? Yeah, mm-hmm. the original. The, Both of the originals you're yes, comparing. Yes, Okay. But it, I... It was a better remake, I'll, I'll give you that. It was, the original RoboCop was missing the humanity a little bit too much for me. I didn't find... That I cared as much what happened to Murphy or his partner, Lewis. You're wrong. In the original. It just didn't. You should care. I didn't. I mean, I did in the content. I was like, oh, I hope you don't die, but I don't really, like, I don't really care. You're heartless. Well, we didn't, we didn't get to see any of the time he spent with his wife and his kid. You just knew that they had existed at some point, but okay. they were out of the picture. And what I really liked about the remake, not only is the fact that Murphy is played by someone who I didn't couldn't recognize. I mean, he might be like have been in a lot of stuff, but he wasn't an actor whose name I could easily pull. And he was surrounded by a lot of people that I recognized. Um, but you got to see him with his wife and kid. Um, and so that was already a bonus for that movie. The remake. But you don't know the guy's name who played... I don't remember his name. I didn't look it up. I didn't 
care. I like that he wasn't some famous actor. Like, yeah. one of the drawbacks of the remake of Total Recall is that it's Colin Farrell, who's fine, but it was just, I don't know, that movie was a mess. Give him props. Joel Kinnaman. Whoever you are. You were great. I mean, then you look at the list of the supporting actors. Gary and Oldman, Michael Keaton, Abby Cornish, Jackie Earl Haley. And they're all pretty yeah. famous people. Yeah. Samuel Jackson. Who looked really weird because of he had this weird hair in the movie. <laughs> he had hair. Maybe that's what was weird. You're like, you're... I mean, and I didn't dislike the original RoboCop. I thought it was good. I just was... Mm, found it easier to connect with the remake and i watched them like not long after each other and with a seven eight hour break in the middle of the new one because i had to go to work oh you you had to leave in the middle of the movie yeah oh Maybe that's why you liked it, because you didn't get the full impact of it all at once. No. <laughs> because I didn't get the full impact of the original Total Recall all at once, because my power went out halfway through, oh. and I came back, and I still really liked it. Yeah. And then I watched the remake, and it was just... Yeah. Okay. So Yeah, I mean, God, I watched the, Robo- the remake But, I mean, Robocop. if you've seen the original Robocop so many times and you love it, then obviously you're going to like it more. Maybe, but, I mean, it seems that they're just not doing very... I don't like what they do with remakes when they remake them. That's I mean, why it's there's, always like, like whenever you like they're remaking Point Break, and I'm like, I need to screw it up. One, oh but... yeah, you should see it before you see, see it now before you before it comes out. Oh, before you go see the other one, is it out? Yeah, it's not out yet, is it? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Maybe. <laughs> so people are like, if anyone's listening, they're like, yeah, it was out three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. I liked it better. And it was really faithful to the original. Unlike well, fucking Total Recall. But yes. I mean, if you're comparing to Total Recall, I mean, I don't really think that you they can didn't, get farther they... from... They basically just kept the name. Yeah. And the character names. Yes. But they didn't really keep any of the... St- oh, no. Okay, it was on Mars. No, it wasn't. Oh, that's it right. Was it was on, on Earth. Earth. That's right. It was on Earth. Which was... Like, the whole... That was just a mess. Wait. What? That, I'm trying to... Because I remember watching it and being like, what They the went hell? through the planet. But wh- they it, didn't have anything about atmosphere then. No, it was not nothing. And they took away everything <laughs> that made everything was different. good. Oh, wait, yeah. there was a guy that drove a cab. Yes. That, that was from, like, there's, like, stupid things like yes. that. That's what But, I mean, the, the remake of RoboCop is incredibly well, close. Yeah. Which was well done. So the the premise is he's a cop, he gets killed, they have a new program, they make him into this yes. half... One of well, the... he's dead, so I don't know. He's... Well, he's, in, he's barely alive in both of them. He's not really okay, dead. Okay, so... Um, and... And then he has to beat the corrupt politicians. Yes, and the corrupt industry. Yeah. What I... Another thing I really liked about the remake is that in the original, he doesn't have a... No one has a say whether or not he becomes RoboCop. He just wakes up in his RoboCop. In the original, or in the new movie, his wife makes a decision. She decides that she is she is willing. I don't know. She That's part of what I liked it. about the old one. And he gets a chance to decide if he really wants to be RoboCop or not. Yeah, no. I'd... And I... Really, really like that. Nope. 
And, um, like, when he wakes up the first time and, you know, he has the meltdown and everything. And then he's Robocop and then he has more of a meltdown and then he comes back. And Gary Oldman takes all the Robocop equipment off and shows just his lungs and, you know, his head in part of his brain. I don't need brain. to see that stuff. It was gross, but kind of awesome. It doesn't bother me to see it, though. And, um, because he wants to die. And then he, you watch him become to real. you watch him realize that he needs to fight. And I don't remember if this happened in the original, but in the new one, they have the ability, they basically say that he's more robot than man. Mm-hmm. And that he's fighting against, and that the program is doing all the killing that he is. And then eventually he has to overcome that programming to be able to be. That's not, I mean, yeah, that that's kind of. Because I didn't think it was as explicit in the No, original. it's not in the original, not in that way. Okay, that's what but I thought. What happens is he's Robocop and he's, but then he's later on he starts remembering things and mm-hmm. he becomes more human but it's not where it's like the programming is doing that and it's something that he has to overcome. It's more of a transition when he starts remembering things and it kind of is like and a blending of like the human well, and robot and that's aspects. Well, that's what happens in yeah, the end it's, of the new it's, Earth. It's not the same. The way it's done is not exactly and the same. And I liked one. it. I prefer the old one. I, and I'm, well, you, yes. And yes. I like the new one You like one the better. new one. Yes. <laughs> that's what always happens. But they're both good. Because I've always seen the original one first. And you always, like, watch it, like, really close with the new... Like, you haven't seen a lot of the movies originally. <laughs> well, I will say that even having seen the first Total Recall first, I still like the original better. <laughs> right, right. Even though Well, it's... that's because it was just better. That, yeah. there's, that's, like, an objective well, fact. Well, and, and the original Total Recall had this message of acceptance yeah. in it. And yep. all of this humanity, which... And Arnold Schwarzenegger, yes, which wasn't in the new one. No, but the new one did have Colin Farrell and Emily Blunt. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I think I like the lady in it, but it was. I don't know. I'm glad I watched both of them. I feel like I'd seen the original Robocop before. I mean, I um, feel like you must have, but I don't know. My with sister you. said that she thought we had watched it. You've not seen a lot of stuff, so. But. It was well worth my time. Both of them. Yes. I don't know. I the new one was okay for me, but I mean it's no nine to five. <laughs> I could not believe how much fun nine to five was. Oh my god! I love the contraption that they build. Oh yes, <laughs> the yes. little garage door opener. <laughs> and then when they're in the credits, <laughs> like they have him, like when they were saying who played him, mm-hmm. and. He's trying to turn off the TV. Oh, yeah. And it ends up being a garage door opener that pulls yep. him up. Yep. But what was one of the things that was funny was that my mom was at the very beginning before you realize how crazy it's going to become yeah. when the boss is saying all those horrible things. My mom looked at me and said, That is my old boss. He was exactly <laughs> like that. Yeah. Well. I'm sure there were people that were like that. There yes. could still be people like that. But... Oh, I'm sure there are. I don't know. <sighs> it was just really enjoyable. I'm so glad I watched it. <laughs> I'm going to go home and watch it right now. Sounds like a good We plan. have to stop the podcast so I can go watch 9 to 5. 
<laughs> we'll make it a short one so that you can go home and veg out and watch Nine to Five. It sounds like a great idea, actually. <laughs> You're going to watch it again. <laughs> well, you need to watch it because it's only on Netflix until, oh. like, next week or something. Ooh, then I do need to watch it. Yes. Or you could just buy it. I might own it, you know. I might <laughs> own it on DVD for all I know. I mean, it's a really... I love that movie. If I don't own it, I'll be surprised, but... Me too. I'll probably... If I go home and look and don't own it, I'll probably just go on Amazon and order the DVD. I'm so old school that way. DVDs. When I was home, I also watched some of the Colbert Tonight Show, whatever his late night with Colbert or whatever yeah, it never, is. I don't think I've seen it. My parents DVR it. And then they accidentally DVR'd James Corden. Oh my god, I love James Corden. Did you watch that episode where they were in someone's house? No, you I, I, watch I only it. watch stuff like on, I catch it on YouTube. I never watch any of the like the late, should, notes, late night stuff. You should watch this episode because it is hilarious. Because Everything he does is freaking hilarious. They're in this person's house. You know who he is. You've seen him before. I have. Oh, maybe you haven't. You may, you may not have seen that episode of Doctor Who. Was it, did he play soccer? Maybe. Anyway, no, I have seen Actually, him. he's been on a couple episodes he of Doctor Who. He was in the Who. first season of it was ten, Matt, nine. It was Matt Smith. Eight. I'm going backwards. Ten, nine, eleven, eight, seven, six, it was five, eleven. Four, three, two, one. He was in Matt Smith's. Yes. He's actually season, in two of his he seasons. Was in the f- so you may have seen. Yes, he, uh, have. It was called The Guest or something. Yes, like, I've or, seen that Okay, one. where he in his stayed bedroom. with him. And yeah, that, yeah. yeah <laughs> that was a good. But that, I, I knew who he was before I saw that. And I saw that. And I was like, oh my God, it's James Corden. But this episode was great. Um, Do you know what episode it is? It's like I don't know. By I don't a date remember. or something. It was a recent one, Tell but us. Colin Farrell, Demi, and Demi Lovato, and someone else were the guests. Okay, I'll make a note. Oh, uh, Wanda Sykes. Oh, she's funny too. I like her. And everything about the episode was really great. Okay, making a note. Good. Everybody, make a note. Yes. Watch it. And then my parents also DVR or no, they don't DVR it. It's just on, they're on demand, Samantha Bee's show, which is on TBS. Who's that? She was one of Jon Stewart's correspondents on The Daily Show, and really, she should have taken over The Daily Show. Oh, but she's a woman. Which is why she, yes. But TBS- At least that's what people are going to say. I, know, I guarantee true. you 100% that's what they're going to say. And it's probably why. It may or may not be why, but um, I know that's what people would say. And TBS luckily has given her her own show. And Did he play is... hide and seek? Yes. Okay, then I found that's the, the one. Yes. Okay. Um, so, what episode is it? I'm I'm trying to see. It's a it's a Huffington Post article. I want to see what it okay. says. Uh, I don't know. Natalie's house. Yes. Hashtag Natalie's house. <laughs> Um, well, we'll know. find it and we'll link it. Yeah, I can link to this article, which has a, a link of a link, a video of them playing hide and seek. Apparently, which I haven't that's watched actually yet. really great. But um, it's yeah, it was an article on the Huffington Post from March seventeenth. So so it may a have been like the sixteenth. Yeah. But Samantha B show is very cutting, very on edge, I'm very to think very if funny. Because I, I hadn't. At the end, I wasn't really watching The Daily Show. Again, just too much to TV. Uh, so I mean, I hadn't watched The Daily Show in a long time either. I so. watched it, like, way earlier, I think. Me too. Back when Colbert was yeah, one of the correspondents. It was Nancy... 
Wallops? Is she on I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember their names in Moraka. Oh, yes. Pardon my yawning. Yeah, that was loud. <laughs> Trying yeah. to deafen people. Yes. Uh, anyway, so I haven't seen it. So I feel like, I mean, I've caught it here and there. So and I you feel like I might know who she is, her, but yes. I just don't know what, by the name. I can't remember. The show it, so. is so great. She has her own show now? Yeah. On TV, so how come yes. she can do the daily show then? I don't, I don't know. Bad choices on the part of comedy. Well, Central. isn't that the one that went to Trevor somebody? Yes, and from what I, I watched one episode and it kind of sucked. Really? Everybody yeah. was, who, I don't know who this guy is. A lot of people I know just. Do you know his name, watching. his last name, Trevor? Noah. Trevor Noah, yeah, 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 okay. That, that's what it is. I'd never heard of him before until then. He's a South African comedian. Right. I guess the, I found that the out Nightly later. Show, which comes after The Daily Show, which is what replaced The Colbert Report, is supposed to be much better, but I haven't watched it either. Yeah. So. And that's with, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was, I think, one of Colbert's correspondents. Now we have to look it up. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I feel like I should know. Oh, Larry Wilmore. That's, That's right, Larry Wilmore. And yes, he's yes, supposed yes. to be pretty good. Uh, you know, I don't know. I. But I haven't watched it, I don't so. know. There's something about him. I don't really enjoy watching him. I think he's kind of funny. Uh, I don't know. I just don't enjoy watching him on the show. Something I haven't. About maybe it's the voice or the way he talks or something. I haven't I watched know. it, so I can't. It's not like, I can't I, you know, I, he's funny, but I just don't watch the show. Um, what was, um, I don't know. I was going to say something. But and I, I watched a lot of sports, but that was it. Everyone Sports, lost. sports, sports. Yes. I've just been doing a lot of puzzles. Still doing more puzzles, puzzles, puzzles all the time. <laughs> That's puzzling. Panda, old panda magazines. And, uh, of course, watching, you know. The Walking Dead. Of course. So. <laughs> I can't talk about it. Why? Is it upsetting? It's very upsetting. Does Glenn die? No. Does someone die? I don't know. You need to talk about it, or we're just sending this podcast here. It's so... I will, but I have to, like, work up to it. So, well, okay, where did we leave off? Because it was, like, remember. two weeks ago. <sighs> did I talk about them killing everybody? Yes. Did I talk about Maggie and Carol I've, getting captured? Yes, and I think it was when people went up to... <gasps> oh, I know what I didn't talk about yet. Okay, okay. So, it's, like, after the whole Maggie and Carol thing. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of, I don't know how long it's been. It's always hard to tell how long it has been between episodes. But there were a couple of things. Eugene and Abraham had gone out because Eugene had this idea. Um, and he took Abraham with him to go find this place. And you don't know what it is until they get there. And it's like a place where that he says that they're going to make bullets. Because they need to replenish their supply mm-hmm. eventually. So they're going to take used casings and make new bullets out of the old case the old casings in this place so he takes abraham to check it out to see if it's viable for that and you don't know until they get there and then when they get there eugene is kind of like trying to be independent now all the people so after that whole thing where everybody banded together and fought all the zombies that invaded alexandria mm-hmm. the all old the people who were like from Alexandria and, like, the weaker people who hadn't had to fight anybody, they're all getting tough now. Eugene actually wasn't from Alexandria. He was with the group, but he had had Abraham to protect him all the time. 
So he hadn't really had to fight. And so these people are all getting tough. So they're all like learning how to take care of themselves. So Eugene is basically telling Abraham that he's, it's like this phase two or whatever he calls it, because he's learning how to adapt and survive in the new world. And he's, he can take care of himself now, but Abraham kind of disagrees. And Eugene kind of tells him like, you know, maybe before, but I can take care of myself now. Your services, he says, your services are no longer needed. And Abraham gets pissed and he's like, fine, find your own way home and leaves. You know, there was a zombie that attacked and and Eugene wanted to kill it, but Abraham killed the zombie and saved him. And Eugene got pissed because he's like, I can take care of myself. And then, you know, that stuff happened. And then there was Denise who wanted to go. She remembered when she was driving into town originally way back at the beginning of the whole apocalypse thing that she had seen an apothecary. So she wanted to go because she figured they would have medicine. So she took Daryl and Rosita with her and they went to go find medicine and they got there and I don't know. I mean, every, n- nothing really happened on the way there. And it's flipping back and forth between the stories, you know, it's all mm-hmm. inter- intertwined and stuff. But they go and they get there, they get the medicine and then she goes in this room. There's a zombie in there and it's like a, a late, it's somebody with a cast on. There's a zombie with a cast, which is funny. <laughs> but it's like, it's like a really old zombie that's been, it's like stuck to the floor and stuff and and then she like gets freaked out and she turns and she sees a sink full of water. She sees writing on the wall that says like a shh and quiet. And then she turns and sees a sink full of water and there's like a baby's foot sticking out of it. But it's like old, nasty, like the baby's like decomposed. Are we in gonna the have water. like a zombie baby? No, it did nothing. Oh. It, it, she just back. She just got freaked out and backed out of the room and made noise. And then Daryl and Rosita came out. Whatever they got the medicine. They're walking back and she they see it. There's a car, and. There's a cooler in it, and Daryl and Rosita are like, no, it's, there's a zombie in it, too. And they're like, no, it's not worth it. And But Denise goes over and opens the door and tries to get the cooler to see what's in it, and the zombie attacks her, and she almost gets killed. Does she get bitten? Nope. But she kills the zombie, and she checks the cooler. There's just some soda in it. But the funny thing is there's a, there's a can of, like, Orange Crush soda, which is something that Tara... Denise and Tara are like seeing each other and it's something that Tara had wanted before and Denise found it and lost it before. So she Mm -hmm. was like, Oh, it's, she was like a thing for her. She wanted to take it back for Tara. So they tell her she was stupid for taking the chance. And she's like giving this speech about no, like it's stupid to not take a chance. And it's like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden an arrow comes out (gasps) her eye from behind shoots through her head out the front of her eye in the middle of this like amazing speech. And I was like, but uh, we, oh my god uh, and then she like kind of like she keeps talking like weirdly and then she falls over and then freaking dwight i don't know if you remember who dwight is remember when daryl was lost in the forest and he found those three people and then they double crossed him in the end yes. and stole his motorcycle that's freaking dwight oh shit so now he's back and he's got his face is half burned why couldn't you just Which, become a zombie well well, we knew from the comic. That's how he is in the comic, too. His fa- uh-huh. face was burned. and uh, the, the assumption is he was running away from Negan in the beginning when we first met him. And the assumption is either he went back or got caught and went back and they punished him in some way by burning his face. So that's my assumption anyway. I don't know if that's anyone else's assumption. Mm-hmm. So he comes out with a group and they have Eugene. Oh, no. Yeah. And he's basically telling Daryl and Rosita, you guys are going to take us back to your complex. I'm going to kill 
this guy and then I'm going to kill this girl and I'm going to kill you. And then Eugene, oh, and meanwhile, Abraham sneaking, so Abraham didn't really leave Eugene there. He must have been following him because meanwhile, you, they show Abraham sneaking around coming from the back. And Eugene is like, you shouldn't be worried about us. You should be worried about our friend over there. And I was like, Eugene, what are you doing? He's like giving Abraham away. But it, it was a, it was all a plan that he had oh. to make a distraction to kind of, you know. Did it work? So Eugene, yes. Yeah, so he gets, Dwight gets distracted. And Eugene reach and he's like, uh, they have Eugene tied up like his hands are tied behind his back. And he, they have him down on his knees. So Eugene turns around and chomps on Dwight's nuts. Like, like bites oh on my god! I was like, holy cow. And on the Talking Dead afterward, they were making jokes about D. Because his name is Dwight. So they're like, D's nuts. <laughs> You know, I saw that on Twitter, and I oh, didn't, you didn't wonder. Get it. <laughs> no, that's funny. Anyway, so they start shooting. Everybody's shooting. Abraham and Rosita and Daryl are shooting. Eugene's laying on the ground. They end up scaring everyone else off. Daryl gets his crossbow back. Thank you. The people were making jokes that 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 too sweetest reunion ever and stuff. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Um, but Eugene got shot because there were bullets flying. So the end of, well, no, not the end of the episode, but at the end of that fight is that they pick Eugene up and carry him back to town. And then they say, well, you know, getting those antibiotics is probably what's going to save Eugene's life because now they can, so he's going to recover. But Denise is dead. But Tara's upset. And you know what? I don't know. They haven't shown Tara. Tara's been out on some mission. Oh, shit. Maybe she's I don't even think she's back yet. So that was like two weeks ago. And then Carol, at the end of that episode, left a note. She was st- living. She she had started living with Tobin. So then she mm-hmm. left him a note, and she's. It was like this, like she can't anymore. Basically, she loves everyone, but she can't kill for them. And if she stays, she has to kill for them because that's what happens. You have to kill people in order mm-hmm. to survive, and she can't do it anymore. Carol's. You know, I thought initially when she had that freak out in the previous ones, where when they were captured. That it was like part of her plan, but but maybe it's, it's not. not. She's kind oh, no. of like really freaking out. So this episode, this past week, they were all out looking for Carol. Daryl went out looking for Carol, and then it was Daryl and Rosita and Glenn and Michonne went together. Wait, is that right? Ugh, I can't remember. And Carl, not Carl, um, <laughs> Rick and Morgan went together. And Rick and Morgan actually found where Carol was at. They found, like, her car, and she had shot... These guys had tried to, like, attack her, and she shot them and then ran off. One of the guys survived and followed her. And then they were kind of, like, on the trail. Mm-hmm. I don't think they found her yet, though. That's good. I don't know what happened to the other guy, too. The, the guys, they're all Negan's guys, I think. The people that she killed. They came up, and they're like, they were going to kill her, so she killed them instead. Because Carol's a badass. How many episodes are left in this season? One. So next week. Yep. 90 minute. Ooh. Season finale. And we're going to finally see Negan. Um, but the worst thing that happened. Okay. So Daryl and Rosita were off looking for Carol. Because Daryl and Carol. They're not a thing. But they're like really tight with each other. You know. They're really close. And um, Glenn and Michonne were kind of going to go back. To the to the, the Alexandria, and on their way back, they got captured by Dwight and his guys. No, I know it's like Jesus Christ, Glenn, stay home for once and don't have anything bad happen to you. I did see some people were on were 
stress out because they don't know if Glenn's going to survive. Okay, so it's it's coming up on the end of the episode. And Daryl and Rosita are, like, you see Glenn and Michonne, they're tied up by this tree. And it's from Daryl's point of view. He's looking through the trees and he sees them. And he's sneaking up on them uh, to try and, he's got his crossbow. <laughs> he's going to try and free them. And Glenn starts, like, making all this noise. And then all of a sudden, from behind, I forget what he says, but it's Dwight. And he's got a gun pointed at Daryl and Rosita. And they're, like, giving hands up in the air, giving up. And the camera angle was from, like, the front of Daryl's face. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, bang, blood splatters on the screen fade to black. And then Dwight says, you'll be all right. And that's the end of the episode. And I'm like, what the hell? Oh, what my the- God. I, I, I yelled at my TV, literally, out loud. I think I screamed, what the fuck happened? Just happened or something. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. It's- I, don't, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to deal with this. It needs to be Sunday, so well, I can... Well, we're close. We're two days. It's very... It's Three like... Days. It shouldn't be this stressful. It's not a real person. It doesn't matter. Norman Reedus is fine. <laughs> Daryl, I don't know. <laughs> what about Glenn? Well, Glenn is still captured. We don't know. And why was Glenn making all that noise? He was trying to warn him because he oh. saw Dwight oh. sneaking up behind him. Oh, sh- Presumably. Man. Because he was sneaking up behind Daryl, but Glenn was looking at Daryl, so he presumably could see it. But anyway... I don't know. I don't know. You can't. They can't kill Daryl. No. Like that would be very bad. I think there yeah. might literally be. I mean, there's jokes about if Daryl dies, we riot. But I think it might really happen if Daryl dies. They might really riot. Man, just go watch. What's that Norman Reedus movie? Boonafink. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he's been in more than one movie, yes, but I figured it. that was the one you were talking about. Um, this is a good movie, but I don't know. I I don't want. Daryl can't die. They can't kill Daryl. Like, I was like upset. Oh my god, they killed Daryl. <laughs> yes, Those you bastards. bastards. <laughs> um, like, I was upset when they killed Dale. Like, I was upset. Who else? Like, Tyrese. Like, I was upset when, like, people died. But this, I don't know if I can forgive them if Daryl, like, this would be like, I don't know. Although, I mean, I'd probably still watch the freaking show because Jeffrey Dean Morgan's going to be on it now. And it's probably still going to be a good show. Yeah, but, but he's a bad guy. Mm, yeah, but that's okay. He's probably a good bad guy. I'm assuming he'll be good as a bad guy. I don't think I've ever seen him as a bad guy. I don't know. But I don't know. It should prove interesting. I don't know. I just want him to. I just don't want Daryl to die. But it's already been filmed. It's not like I can even ask them not to do it. It's like it's already done and over with. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like I can't even make a plea to like, please don't kill Daryl because like it's already happened. Either he did or didn't die. But I just think that was like, like really mean of them to end the show that way because that's just not nice i think it's mean, i mean but this funny. is like red wedding level like mm-hmm. unexpected it's not funny it's not funny <laughs> I I say it's funny you're, you're laughing happens, at my torture at my this pain happens all the time in k-dramas they always <sighs> leave i cliffhangers have ceased to bother me <laughs> you're like i don't know eventually whatever like, I don't even mind cliffhangers in books anymore. Yeah. Like, it's just, I'm like, whatever. <sighs> All I know is it's... I just, like, I'm upset at the time, and then, like, five minutes later, I'm like, wait, why was I upset? I just can't wait for Sunday. <laughs> like, it needs to get here. And it's, like, 90 minutes. I don't know. I have to, like, be prepared. Like, have, like, my chips and soda or whatever I'm going to do, you know, get 
stock up and like get my blanket. blanket. Oh, I'm going to need a blanket. I guarantee you I'm going to need a blanket because I'm going to be like covering my face half of the time. Well, not really. Just covering like half. I'm still going to watch it. I'm not going to cover my eyes entirely, but I don't know. It's very stressful. It should. It's like fictional. It's I know. Like stressing me out. I mean, it's not really stressing me out, but it's like when I think about it, I'm like, oh, what are they gonna do? I don't want. I just don't want him to not be on the show anymore. He can come back as a zombie. No, because <laughs> they wouldn't keep him around if he was a zombie. With their pet zombie. No, they They're wouldn't. They're trying do to that. get get his humanity back. They wouldn't do that. They've learned not to do that. That's too dangerous for sure. Can't do that. We have a cure. I kind of, yeah, they all of a sudden, they just happen to discover a cure when it's Daryl. <laughs> I kind of wonder. That's how K-dramas work. I kind of wonder, this is not a K-drama. I kind of wonder what's going to go down with Carol. So Carol kind of has this thing because she was exiled by Rick before. I don't know if you remember that or knew about it. When they were living in the prison... Carol was getting really badass and she was like basically really emotionless and hard about everything and basically like you have to survive and you just have to do this stuff to survive and she was trying to teach the kids how to fight and stuff and like use knives and stuff Mm -hmm. which people didn't approve of but she's like no they need to know this stuff um and she killed two people because they were sick and they were spreading this disease and everyone was dying and turning into zombies I don't know if they were dead or not but she killed them I don't know if they were already zombies but I think they were still alive and she burned them. Like she dragged them out. Maybe she only burned the bodies. She killed mm-hmm. them anyway. So Rick was like, you can't just kill people. And basically he took her out to like on, on the premise of doing a mission. And then he told her like, here's a car, here's a bag of supplies. Like you can't come back with me and like exiled her. And that was like a unilateral decision that he made. He didn't tell anyone that he oh did my it. God. Everyone else thought that Carol left on her own. I think as far as I remember, I don't know if anybody knew that mm-hmm. he exiled her. And then after they went to Terminus, she was the one who helped rescue them. And then she kind of just got enveloped back, uh, back into the group after. Uh, Do we know what happened to her while she was out there? I'm trying to remember uh, some stuff, maybe, but not really. I don't remember. I don't remember everything. That's a, some, I have trouble remembering past seasons sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they've ever said what happened to her or maybe bits and pieces of it but i mean she was on her own she didn't trust anyone else so there's no way she would have been fall you know with another group Mm -hmm. um and she kind of just ended up back with them you know by accident i know she was um with tyrese and uh, mika and lizzie because she's the one (laughs) who look at look at the flowers and she shot her in the back of the head do you remember that I don't know if I told you that. That was a couple seasons ago. Um, one of the there were two kids, Mika and Lizzie. I'm trying to remember which one. They were sisters, and I think Lizzie was the older one and Mika was the younger one. And Lizzie was kind of like losing touch with reality. I think I did tell you about this, but I don't remember if we talked about it on the podcast or not. So she was kind of like she was like playing with the zombies. Oh, like, sounds vaguely familiar. She was like she would go up to the fence and like one of them had a name name tag on Scott and so she was like thinking of him as a person and then after the after the whole terminus or the the, um sorry after the whole split up at the prison she was with Tyrese and they met up with Carol and 
they found a house to stay in and there was a zombie and she was like playing tag with the zombie like running right away from the, the zombie and but letting it like chase her as if it was a game and carol was trying to tell her like you know you can't like it's dangerous but she didn't really see the danger in the zombies they were just people and i think she kind of thought that they were still alive in a way and so Carol and Tyrese were out doing something and they came and like Lizzie was watching because they had Judith, the baby, Rick's baby. They had Judith mm-hmm. and Lizzie was watching Judith and Mika and she killed her little sister, like stabbed her and killed her. And they came back and found her dead. Judith was fine, but she was like, no, it's fine. She'll just come back. She's fine. So she kind of lost touch with reality and couldn't like function. So Carol took her out in the woods and was like, look at the flowers and shot her in the back of the head and killed her. Because you can't have someone like that no in a group of way. people. I mean, it was very, it, and I just explained it matter of factly, but it was yeah. really emotional on the show. Like, and yes. Carol didn't, of course, she didn't want to do it, but she, you can't have like someone like choice. that in a group because yeah. she doesn't understand. She can't comprehend. She's really gone that you can't risk her being around other mm-hmm. people. Plus, they had the baby. What if she did that to the baby? You know? Nobody wants a zombie baby. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, so Carol's been through a lot of stuff that we saw. That was when she was mm-hmm. after she had split with the group, but that was Tyrese had run into her in the after the whole governor at the when the governor came and blew up the prison and they were all separated and Tyrese just had the two girls and the baby and he ran into Carol and they kind of joined up and then eventually made their way to find people at the people at Terminus and mm-hmm. Carol saved them. Wow. She yeah. has been through a lot. And her daughter got turned into a zombie. She her daughter like way back in the first or second second season um she used to have a daughter Sophia who was like 10 years old or so I think she was like the same age as Carl who's not 10 anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> you know but um he she like they were on the road and a horde of zombies came by and they hid but somehow Sophia got like there were zombies chasing her and she ran away and then Rick had gone to find her, but they never found her. And then they ended up on the farm where Maggie and Herschel and Beth and all those people were. Mm -hmm. And they ended up turned out, they had zombies locked up in the barn, same way where his wife had gotten sick and died and like they had family members. So they were locking them all up, maybe thinking there could be a cure eventually. And Sophia was one of the zombies they had found it locked up. So when they found, when the group found out there were zombies in the barn, Shane like busted it open, I think, and started killing the zombies. And they were all coming out, and the last one that came out was Sophia. Aww. And I can't remember who killed her, but somebody had to kill Sophia in front of Carol. That's awful. I think she was there. Anyway. And her husband used to beat her. She was like a survivor. Like her, she, when the whole thing started, it was her and her husband and her daughter. And her husband was one of the people that died in the first season because he was a douchebag who used to beat his wife. So they killed him off pretty quickly. Good. <laughs> so she's been through a lot. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of like having trouble coping now. I can't blame her, to be honest. I mean, it's a really good... Sh- it's not like... Everybody's like, oh, zo- a show about zombies. But it's not really about the zombies, you know? It's about the people. It's mm-hmm. a really good drama. It just happens to be set in the zombie apocalypse. Yes. Well, look forward to hearing what happens next. Sometime. Yes. I'll have to try and remember, because it'll be two weeks, right? And I'm going to yep. see it this weekend, so... Yes. I'll try and remember everything. I remembered another movie I saw. Oh, yeah? I saw 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, yeah. I I don't think I have any interest in seeing that. It is fantastic. I don't know. I mean, I'll not in the theater, maybe. You know? Maybe I'll see it, like, eventually. It was, it was great. Um, my friend and I said, 
But it's PG-13. It can't be that scary. <laughs> See, if it's really it scary... Was, it was scary in the suspenseful way of scariness. I yeah. mean, there are only three characters. Oh, yeah, and the people that are locked up. John yeah. Goodman and the two younger people. Yes. I and mean, the, the character's name is not John Goodman. No. That's the actor who plays him. Um, the acting is fantastic. Fan-freaking-tastic. Yes. And I cannot tell you about the end. No, of course because not. Because that would spoil it. That's typically how it works. But um, it does not have anything to do with the actual Cloverfield movie. Which, by the way, did not really enjoy that one either. I liked it. I mean, it was okay for what it was, but yeah. I didn't like the end of it. I didn't and we really... talked about it two weeks it wasn't, ago. Yeah, it wasn't... I didn't really enjoy it that much. Um, the 10 Cloverfield Lane is nothing like Cloverfield. Yeah, so they named it this way just to confuse people, just yeah. for fun. They're like, we'll yes. confuse people and make it through them think it's related. Yes. Like, literally, that's why yeah. they did it on purpose, to confuse people. Yeah, it was going to be called something else, like 10 something else. And then they're lane. like, let's just do this for fun and make people think it's related to the other movie, but it's not. Yeah. That's a douchey thing to do. It is, <laughs> but it doesn't matter because the movie's great. Yeah. It is so great. You know what, though? That's probably, I'm not sure that that's such a good idea because like I said, Cloverfield wasn't that great, so I'm not necessarily going to want to see Cloverfield a movie. has a cult following. Okay. But, um, If you're going for just that cult audience, then that's a good thing to do, but if you want a wider audience, then maybe not. It's not as But good if of a you thing to do. if you read reviews, they're pretty positive. Oh, like so I'm alone in my opinion is what you're telling me? I'm sure you're not. Well, okay, not all <laughs> alone, but I'm saying at in the table, minority. Probably, yeah. It's very suspenseful. It's freaky, but what you're not saying in is like, that it's going to be hard for me to find like-minded people. Maybe not. You just have to find the right you just have internet. To, but, yeah, niche. so you have to know where to look to find it. It's going to be hard to find them. Probably. It's going to be harder than finding people who liked it. Apparently. Probably. And you're talking. I'm talking about Cloverfield, by the way. No. Oh, I was talking about Ted okay. Cloverfield. No, I'm thing. talking about the old one. Sorry. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I. I don't know. I haven't seen the new one. I don't know if I want to see it. You do. I mean. But not if it's scary. It's it's not scary like monster scary. Right. Suspenseful, but yes. not, not scary. I mean, I, I would say, I mean, you enjoy The Walking Dead, which is suspenseful scary. And the Walking a little... Dead is not scary. That's the thing. Right. This wasn't scary yeah. either. Okay. It's, it's not It's not like Friday the 13th. Okay. I'm out. It's yeah. not like, it's See, not a horror movie. If you tell me it's a horror movie, I'm out. It is not if a horror movie. If you tell me there's movie. spiders in it, I'm out. There's no spiders. Okay. I mean, that I could see. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> they might have been in maybe the background. there were spiders in the bunker, but we didn't see them. <laughs> they were in the background. Yes. <laughs> they were extras. It's, it's stressful, but it is not scary. I mean, there are, jump, there are like, a, like, boo. Oh, but that doesn't scares, bother me. But, I'm talking about, right. like, horror movies. No, it's not. Yeah. There's, there's only one scene toward the end that's super, super gross. Gross doesn't bother me but, either. It's not about gross. It's about scary. I don't. It's not a horror movie. Okay. Then I'll so, probably... did you ever see Crimson Peak? No. That's that's Victorian horror, gothic horror, but not hor no. a horror movie. No, I haven't seen it's that. It's Guillermo del Toro. It's really good too. I have not seen it. But. Nope. That's a. That's it, huh? I got nothing. That's all there is. There ain't no more. Nope. Not until. Our last episode in two weeks. Uh, that's a song. That's all there is there ain't no more. Unless I see that bear once more. That's a song. It's like okay. a song you used to sing in elementary school. Unless uh, I see that bear once yeah, more. Yeah, it's a song about a, like, oh, what song is that? It's, 
the other day you have to repeat everything I say. The other day. The other day. I met a bear. I met a bear. Out in the woods. Out in the woods. A way out there. A way out there. And then together. The other day I met a bear out in the woods. <laughs> a way out there. And then there's like a whole like thing, a story. It goes on to tell the whole story about what happened. And like, I think like he did, climb, he had to run. I don't know. I get confused because there's another one called, that's, I'm going on a bear hunt. And that's a I different one. I think that's one. the one I know. Okay. So, Yeah. Uh, but anyway, and I probably sang the verse of that one because I know there's something about out in the woods, away out there. Did I did I say that? I don't know. Anyway, unless um, I see that. Bear but that's the end. He's like, that's all there is. There ain't no more unless I see that bear wants more. <laughs> that's the end of the song. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, that's cute. So yeah, I'll have to find that and send it to you or something if I can Please. find it online. It's Please. a kid song, you know. Kid songs are cute. I used to though. sing it in elementary school. Very cute. Oh. <sighs> Is this week over yet? Almost. Almost. It's almost Friday. If I lived in Australia, it would be Friday. <laughs> True. I'm Unless get you, you see high that today. bear once more. <laughs> I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday, you ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. I don't know what that's. It's from the movie Friday. Oh. I've never seen that. <laughs> you just see it? No, I'm not. It's so funny, though. It's oh, a funny it's movie. It's Ice Cube and... Uh, who the other one is that? Chris Tucker? I think. Anyway. I lied. There was another movie. I saw Allegiant Part <gasps> 1. Ooh. It was all right. It wasn't great. Yeah, I don't want to see half a movie. It wasn't half a movie. I would have been completely satisfied if it ended the way it But it's not ending. It's a, you, I know. you just said it was Part 1, so it's Part 2. It's a half a movie. If there's Part 1 and Part 2. They're not labeled as Part 1 and Part 2. Oh, what are they? It's Allegiant something, and then the next one has a different name. Oh, but it's basically part one and part two. And They're both called Allegiant, colon, and then they have a subtitle. Yes, but it didn't feel like a part one. Not like Hunger Games or anything. (sighs) I'm just, like, so sick of them taking trilogies and turning them into movies of four or more. I'm fine. Like, just freaking... Let me get through a trilogy for crying out loud! Like you, can, they split the last one up into two all the time just to drag it out and make more money. And I'm like, Actually, I just want that story to end. I think so I can know. Allegiant, and then it might even have a different name. I don't even know if it's called Allegiant. Because I haven't read any of the books. Don't. I started to read Divergent, but then I was like, yeah. I mean, I already saw the movie. Divergent is eh, but the books get worse. As <laughs> I'm tempted to read the Maze Runners. Books, but I saw, already saw the first two movies. James Dashner wasn't the greatest author. Yeah. But. Oh, I actually had a discussion with somebody about Fifty Shades of Grey. Have you read that? No. I haven't read it and I don't plan well, on it. We did a dramatic reading at an employee picnic of some of the scenes from it just to. Some of the non sexual scenes? I don't know. My friend would just. Um, flip through the book and just start reading some okay. a page. So it was really we. I forget how great. we got. Oh, it was it came up in in the puzzle. It was part of a clue. It wasn't a clue about the book. It was just it was <laughs> the puzzle was actually kind of funny. It was it was a puzzle where it was an Anna quote, which is I don't know if you know. It gives you trigrams, so groups of three letters, and then you rearrange them to make a sentence, and the mm-hmm. sentence clued something, and it was like, um, what was it called, like? pornographic novel in Seattle about pornographiacs and a dozen more uh, and more than four dozen old guys or something like that and I don't know if you know the name the word pornographia it's like people who fetishize beards Uh. and it was about more than four dozen 
old guys. So instead of 50 shades of gray, the clue was to 50 beards of gray. Because each each thing clued a book <laughs> with one word that was changed. So like a clockwork orange was clued, but it was like, it goes downstairs, or uh, it ghoulies downstairs, Adinaki or with droogs. Everyone knows. And so Ghoulie and Adinaki and Droogs are words from A Clockwork Orange. But if you know what it is, it's the theme. It goes downstairs alone or in pairs. Everyone knows it's Slinky. So it was A Clockwork Slinky. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> I mean, there was, I don't know, there was like a, a crayon for Owen Meany instead of a prayer for Owen Meany. There was um, a confederacy of denial instead of a confederacy of dunces. Uh the Velveteen Rabbis instead of the Velveteen <laughs> Rabbit. I was like, that was the last one. It took me forever to get that one because it was uh, religious leaders of cloth who hope to become real. And it took me forever <laughs> to think of a book that was about something that was cloth. Obviously not religious leaders. I knew that was the part that was changed. But I was like, what was something? And I asked someone at one at work, I was like telling them the, the puzzle. And I said, it's got to be a book about something. It's like cloth and the Velveteen Rabbit. Like I was in the middle of the sentence when it like popped into my head. And I was like, it took me forever to come up with that. Why couldn't I come up with that before? It took me too long. Oh, I'm trying to remember what the other, if they're whatever. Oh, the Hanger Games instead of the Hunger Games. That was a good one. Um, I don't know. Anyway. That's funny. Yeah. I just thought that was like funny. That was, oh, so we got into this discussion about Fifty Shades of Grey because we were talking about the clue. <laughs> this other girl, so... Uh, it was me and this other girl and this guy and me and the guy hadn't read it, but the girl had read it and we were like, yeah, we're not going to read it. And she's like, no, you should read it. She actually like tried to convey, I was like, it's not like a, a well-written book. It's not like it's a book that mm-hmm. you should, but she tried to say like, yeah, it's a good book. Like she was trying to convince me that it was like well-written and that it was like a book that you should read. And no. I'm like, no. It's not. I'm not going to read it. It's not really what I would call good. I mean, I've, I've read or heard excerpts from it, so I know how it's written. It's not that good. So yes. anyway, but yeah, whole discussion about Fifty Shades of Grey and whether or not it was well written. No. I'm like, it's it was... bad Twilight fan fiction yep. that just has the names changed. It's not good. Nope. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe she's a fan of Twilight fan fiction. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I'm sure most I'm, of it's better than the Twilight series. But yeah, I don't know why that's the one that got published. <laughs> Is it the, isn't Twilight like fan fiction of something? Nah, maybe not. No. Okay. I it's don't just think not so. well written. It's just poorly written. I don't think it's. I don't think no. Yeah. Maybe it was just Fifty Shades of Grey that I was thinking. Yes. So, I don't know. I can't believe that got published. It made into a movie. I don't know. I have no interest in me either. The book or the movie. So, yep. I bet you haven't had any discussions about if Fifty Shades of Grey is well written. No, because everybody you know knows it's not. I don't judge people based on their taste. <laughs> I'm judging everybody all the time. You're not, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's all there is. There ain't no more. Unless, Unless I see, see that bear once that more. Bear once more. 